este Monterrey, la pide Avilés, el movimiento de Rodríguez, prefieren con Dorland, de inmediato la marcación por parte de Aníbal Chalá, obligando a retroceder, a complicar el paso, sin embargo, insiste Rayados, ahora buscando el espacio, puede ser aquí, el tiro, gol. Exactamente, ya Maidana entonces ahí en la central, el intento de desborde de Gallardo, superando la marca, sigue Gallardo, atrás el remate, gol, golazo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rayados 90 podcast. I'm your host, Eddie, and joining me as always is Patrick Mihad. Pat, we are recording probably like maybe 10 minutes or so, like right after the game, just finished against Toluca. Uh, Rayados with the 3 1 win that I predicted on Twitter. Uh, but we're going to spend most of this uh, episode talking about Avila Sortado, who um, is back. Is that safe to say <laughs> after one game? But uh, first, before we get into everything, Pat, uh, how are you? Uh, what you just? What's your first impressions of the match since we're like recording right after it? Yeah, yeah literally, I'm actually still got the broadcast on and watching the highlights, <laughs> so it's pretty fresh. Uh, I, I liked it. It was a good game for for the start of the second half. We or for the. F- First, I don't know, for, for a big chunk of the second half, I think, Rayados kind of fell asleep for a little. But then, but then I don't know, for the majority of the game, I think Rayados pretty much had it in control. I think we were back to that good Rayados. You know, this was a good Rayados game where they probably have the control of the game for 75 minutes or 75% of the time and then 25% they lend it to the other team. So I'm not mad at it about the performance at all. You can obviously get some things to be better, but it's 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 a good overall performance for me. Yeah, so let, let's get into the game. Let's uh, start out with the lineups. Um, you had in net Hugo Gonzalez. The back line consisted of Jesus Gallardo at uh, left back. The center backs were Cesar Montes and Nico Sanchez. Right back was Stefan Medina. And the midfield consisted of uh, Charlie Rodriguez and Celso Ortiz as the central midfielders. Matias Granavita as your defensive mid. On the wings, you had Avila Surtado. Dorlan Pavon, and then the striker was Rogelio Funes Mori. Uh, I know you were on the Lions Den podcast. You kind of predict it was. It was. Oh, yeah. I think everybody kind of knew this lineup was coming. Uh, but you know, overall thoughts just on, on the lineup in general. Yeah, uh, it was just a just. I, the lineup was fine for me. Maybe you would think Avilés wouldn't get the star right away, but I think the reporters were actually correct during this whole time saying that he was fine. Or that yeah. he was, you know, doing well or looking well. So I, I wasn't mad at that at all, especially now with the game already done. And then it maybe, you know, Maxi Mesa, I could have played. But I think it was the lineup that we'll see for for the few, you know, for the few. I think that's the starting lineup like yeah. for the important matches. Maybe depends on what happens to Aviles, which we'll talk about in a few you know, maybe we can see some switch there, especially with Sebastián Vegas coming in and maybe Gallardo going up there. So, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. Definitely, uh, Turco and the Negris, I think, put out the best lineup possible and they sh- and it showed. Yeah, yeah. And 
I was on my way from work right here, Pat, but I'm not sure if you saw any of the pregame. Was there a reason why Durko wasn't on the bench? Well, he was suspended because of that. Um, for the last game, uh, for the last game before this, oh. I, like. <laughs> okay, yeah, because um, I was I was literally uh, like as soon as I got home, like uh, they were coming out for like the the Liga Mekis anthem, so I didn't watch any of the pregame shows. So. Oh no, yeah, yeah, he he was suspended for he was suspended. Um, I I, I hate that I'm forgetting what game, you know. Oh, oh, against Chivas? The Chivas. That was so long ago, I don't even remember. Like, it's so so he was suspended and, you know... He I was like... Is, yeah, I was like, I don't think... I mean, he was on the bench for Santos Laguna or that friendly against Santos Laguna. Yeah, so I was like, I, I don't think he's, like, you know, a risk or has any COVID symptoms. Like, did I miss something? But, but yeah, so he's suspended. Okay, he was suspended for that. But, but shout out to Aldo De Nigris. He did a really wonderful yeah. job. Um Really good communicating, and yeah, he was really good on the bench. But um, uh, let's start. Let's start out with the first goal, Pat. Um, I, I don't have the, the the minute in front of me, but obviously. By, by the way, just before we go into the first goal, I also and just to like flaunt a little bit, I predicted on that Lions Den podcast that Aviles and Gallardo were the men's, were the players to watch at least for the game against Leon. But you know, it, it, it's the same. It's thing. Still, they can give you a bit of confidence. <laughs> it's confidence now. Yeah. They're like, okay, now now I feel a little bit more better about my my prediction. <laughs> exactly. um, but yeah. yeah, the goal was at uh, 20th minute. Yeah, so at the 20th minute, you had Aviles, who, who who was actually pretty good. Like leading up to that goal, he, he had a lot, I don't know, if, and, and I guess you, you saw it against Santos too. But he has a lot more confidence dribbling the ball. Like he'll try to, you know, if he's one on one, he's gonna try to you know get past that defender and and i was like okay this guy's you know his confidence is 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 growing and then he just uh really good pass to rogelio funes body who put it in the back of the net um first assist and then we might as well just go into the second goal because again he went you know back and forth pass with um with uh charlie rodriguez and, and boom two nothing and I think might as well, let, let's just spend a couple of minutes here just talking about Aviles. What were you expecting yeah. heading in? Because uh, I don't, I don't, we haven't talked, uh, we haven't talked, uh, we didn't talk much about the, the Santos game. But did that give you any confidence that he was going to put up this type of performance? Or are you surprised, as many people are, that, that mm-hmm. he, he came out and boom, two assists? Yeah. No, no, there was definitely a surprise. Obviously, I, I was with the in the fan side of things saying why are we giving Aviles so much opportunities ten months without playing like why would he start you know uh, injuries plus not only injuries but a decline in football when he was actually playing yeah so it was weird but you know the people who are watching him day in that day out probably know more than than us that don't so that's why I'm confident in that sense. But I obviously didn't expect that in less than 30 minutes, he already have two assists and not only just have two assists, but creating chances, taking on players. It was just a great, great performance from Aviles. Pretty, and not even vintage, because I, I, I would think that like his vintage performances, he would be the ones putting him in the back of the net, being explosive on the wings. And this time, he was like, the, you know, looking like a number 10 uh, with his passes were amazing. I don't know. It was a pretty nice performance from Aviles, but definitely surprised me. I think it surprised everybody in this in that sense. Yeah, no, like I I put up his uh, first half stats, and when I looked at it, I was like, well, you know, I was kind of blown away. He had thirty four touch. Well, o- overall, he had thirty four touches, 
Uh, four key passes, two big chances created, uh, six, you know, one six out of nine ground duels. Um, he had an 8.6 sofa score rating. So he mm-hmm. he had a really good game. And, and I was, I kind of agree. I, I, I shared your opinion, well, especially, you know, leading up to this match. I was like, uh, do you really want to go with Daviles? What's, yeah. I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I'm kind of wary. It's because we've been down this road before and, <laughs> and we've kind of seen it, you know, everybody fall on their face. And I know from what I said, if, if there's one, you know, coach that can maybe resurrect Aviles, it could be Turku Mohamed. And for one game, he was resurrected. Um, and for 50-something minutes, at least. Yeah, yeah at least for 50-something for minutes. Um, but did you notice anything different about him? Like I, like I yeah. said, he, he just has more... Key, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is me just not remembering too much like it's been two years since we've seen peak Aviles being mm-hmm. one of the better players on on the squad where uh, he was just more confident with the ball like i said he was trying to dribble past one-on-one defenders and obviously i'm not maybe maybe the new hairdo has something to do with it pat <laughs> um i don't know like uh, did you notice anything different that when you remember back to that 2017 Aviles? Mm-hmm. uh that maybe you think, oh, oh, he might be back, but it, or or maybe just something else. Like, is there anything you notice different about him? Well, I mean, the hair and all that kind of sounds kind of sounds silly, but at the same time, it's I feel like ten months without playing, you know, probably confidence confidence has gone really down. And then at some point, when all those months, you're like, okay, you know, I gotta pick myself back up. Let's change my hair. Let's let's change my 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 way of looking at things. Let's go positive all out. And maybe he is. I, I saw that interview that Rayal did with him. It was like a two or three minute interview. And, and I really did feel like good about it afterwards. You know, he seemed, I don't know. It's it's like a, you can definitely tell he has like a good morale boost. Obviously, Gallardo is like perfect for that just because of <laughs> what we know he's capable, capable of doing with 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 the other players like Vincent Jansen, he's just a fun guy, and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't you know check that out. I think he's he definitely has a, a good morale boost, and um, and you know he's feeling it. He's feeling it and he's playing it now. That injury that he suffered, or maybe it was just a knock, maybe it was just prevention, but he was subbed off for an apparent injury at the fifty something minute, and that kind of scares me because that might boost or not boost knock some of the morale back out of him yeah yeah and that i'm hoping he was just taken out for precaution i mean he hasn't played uh at least a you know a, a league on maggie's match in, in almost a year and you don't want to push especially in the rain too it, it, it's not the best conditions to try to push a player to because i i don't know who it was somebody was asking for Lipe galino it skips in my mind because i don't have my uh, Twitter app open, but somebody was asking. Maybe he's just, yeah, he's injured. But at, at the same time, he could just be tired. Like you're, <laughs> you're, you're off for ten months, almost a year, um, and you're trying to go full speed. Uh, you only had one game for like preparation, and you know maybe they're just trying to preserve him. Hey, you know what? Okay, it's we have five subs. Let's let's not push the player, um, especially like I said in those conditions. Um, but uh, is there anything you want to add, Pat, before I switch over to Charlie Rodriguez? Because that was another guy that, again, I'm going to enjoy this this tournament because this could be the last that we For see sure. of him. 
but he was yeah. really good. He obviously got the second goal, but uh, or anybody else, anybody else stand out to you before we uh, switch over to the second half? Um, well, yeah, I mean, we can we can talk about it uh, a little bit more. I know, like with, like like you said, Charlie, we'll talk about him right now, but uh, I think. Gallardo needs to get like a special shout out. Funes Mori, of course, two goals definitely yeah. needs to be talked about, and maybe a little bit of Cesar Montes as well, because like you said, uh, and you tweeted it out, and we laughed about it because of that long ball situation. <laughs> There you go again. <laughs> but yeah. those long passes were good. I mean, he and and not only that, but his his like take ons or defensive take ons, mm -hmm. he won almost all of them. Uh, I'm looking at the stat right now. The long passes he tried 14 and got 11 right so that's pretty good for a central defender that that's almost like two meters tall <laughs> so yeah i mean there's there's I did not, a lot of I, didn't, I, i didn't notice it was 14 like i i i kind of lost track a little bit but now i'm like i yeah. looked that up now it's like yeah no like he i know we're, we're getting sidetracked a little bit but he he i just love when he has time or when when the when the opposition gives him a bit of time and he'll just launch it from you know at the end towards the edge of, of his own end uh, of the penalty box and he'll launch it to the midfield whether it be whoever's on the wing or, or, or yeah it's usually Dorlampabon or or whoever's on the left wing uh, but yeah those are just I, I love I don't know this is just me being like not picky but like just seeing the game within the game and I just love when he gets a chance to launch it and it's on point yeah. And boom, there's the attack, and 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 yeah, there was a couple of times where he did that. Um, that's that's. I guess we might as well go into that second half. Uh, Toluca, I don't know. I was it like seconds or maybe a couple of minutes with it went within that first half. I, I got I sat back down, and boom, they scored. Uh, Stefan Medina didn't look like himself, and he got injured too. We 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 lost two of our Colombians. Uh, And I think it was Alan Medina who got the, the, the goal for Toluca. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I, you could put a little bit of the blame on on Nico Sanchez for a bad. Um, I don't know what he was doing there <laughs> when the ball. I think it got past him too, and just I think Medina was unmarked and and you know he, he put it in the back of the net. But yeah. let's let's talk about the um, the the injury too to not just Aviles but like I said Stefan Medina. What did you make of his performance? Because um, I think, you know, I, I don't want to put too much stock into a first game. I thought he was okay, not 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 the best that we've seen of him. And I'm yeah. sure once once he gets more reps, I'm hoping this again. I'm hoping these injuries aren't serious because at right back, I'm not confident. You know, I'm usually penciling in Stefan Medina. He's starting. No, that's his spot. He'll he doesn't need help from anybody. If he's out for a bit and then against Leon, that's you know a team that that attacks attacks, and I'm weary that what is it four days uh, uh, won't be enough recovery time. Um, what did like I said? What did you make of uh, Stefan Medina's performance? Uh, so we were talking about Stefan Medina, Pat, and we had some some tech issues uh for some reason your laptop decided to to restart yeah. or close uh let's talk about stefan medina really quick he had an okay game not you know usually we expect more of him but no, i mean it's first game first game um but the more concerning part is that he left with an injury and now uh what four game four days before they face leon um mm -hmm. it's a quick turnaround i don't i don't, I, don't um, i think it all depends on 
you know, the type of injury he had. Um, probably, they'll probably give us an update in a couple, you know, in, in a day or two. Um, but yeah, what did you make about Stefan Medina? Let's. Um, what do you, yeah. who do you think is going to take a spot if he can't go? Yeah, um, like you said, wasn't his greatest game. wasn't that bad, but you know, probably, probably a little less than regular. That's if I had to rank him in this game. Uh, stats also don't look great, for, apart from what we saw in the screen, but. Um, I think with Miguel Ayun we can do we can do a good you know something good for next game because I think that's who's gonna end up replacing him. Maybe it's not that bad his injury, but you know just uh, to to have the rotation going, have everybody play, especially in this type of season where where you know a lot of players or everybody hasn't played for months. So I think it's not bad to 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 leave him on the bench. But yeah, apart apart from that, his game wasn't that great. Uh, we we've definitely seen better moments for from Stefan. Let's uh, transition over to Gonzalez. He he had an okay game. Um, There's a couple of incidents where he his saves or his punches or whatever you want to call it uh, led to a second chance. There was one where Duke um, nearly scored, but it went over the bar. Um, talk a little bit about what you saw from him. What what did you like? Um, obviously, like I said, I, I didn't like those uh, second chance opportunities for the opposition. I don't. I'm hoping those can cut down or not show up. No, not show up uh, against the better clubs because better clubs are going to put those in the back of the net. We've seen it in the past. Um, but yeah, what did, what did you make of Hugo Gonzalez? Um, no fans to, to, to heckle him or, or apply pressure to him, but still, he just looked a bit shaky in, in my eyes. Yeah, no, you're right. And that and that uh, those double opportunities that you, that he kept giving for, to, for the other team are obviously not a good sign, especially, like you said, next week against Leon or any of the bigger teams will finish them off. So, yeah, I'm worried about that. I'm glad he got... To save a couple of good shots and nothing crazy, of course, it wasn't the greatest game. But uh, I, what I think is, uh, what I think is that without the fans, I think he he has a, you know, whenever he commits a mistake, he ha- he can he cannot feel the negativity coming from the fans now <laughs> in the stands. So with no fans, he can probably focus a little bit more on his game, stop thinking about what happens on the stands and what the people are saying. So that he can correct his mistakes faster. So that's what I take from it. Uh, wasn't a bad game. Obviously, the goal is obviously not his fault. But um, hoping to see more of him in the sense that uh, he can, or hoping to not see a mistake from him. That's what I was trying to say. Because if I keep seeing what I saw from today, I'm fine with it. You know, he can definitely get some things to be better. But for now, I think I'm fine with it. Yeah, um, he, you know, he made saves that he needed to make. But like I said, it's just those giving the opportunity a second chance. Like, you, mm-hmm. you already made the initial save. Don't yeah. give, you know, the opposition a second chance to hurt you. Uh, because we see, yeah. like I said, we see it in the past. And it just, for me, it just gives me flashbacks where he would do that. Where he would stop the initial shot, but give up the rebound. And bam, it would end up in the back of the net. Uh, so it's like, please... Stop create you know, stop allowing rebound, you know, stop allowing the ball to rebound off of you and you know, make this save. Either if you if you can't hold on to it, just try to punch it out or, or just you know, don't allow it to just 
stop, you know, in the in the pen, in the box, and allow for for opponents to to get a second crack at it. Um, uh, let, I guess let's transition over to to Funes Mori. Uh, two goals today. I think he's at 108, um, inching closer to Chupetes Vasos' uh, all-time leading goal scorer record. Uh, what did you make of it? Uh, what did you make of his performance? Um, and I, I think there's going to be there's I mean before the game there was people already saying you know when is Jansen going to start? But I mean if Funes Mori is scoring two goals or at least a goal per game. Uh, it's gonna be hard to take him out, especially if if, if th- this is this is just me assuming if um he if Turco doesn't have to adjust his tactics and go with two strikers, um it's gonna be hard for Jansen to crack the striker you know position if it's just gonna be one. What do you what do you make of Funes Mori's uh, play so far? I think he scored against Santos if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he he started off well in that um in that uh friendly against Santos. And then two goals against Toluca. Uh, what do you think is going to go? What do, what's your gut saying when it comes to, to these two strikers? Because, like I said, if Funes Mori's playing like this, uh, you can't you can't say you know we're taking you out to put, put to put someone else in because if you're scoring at a goal per game or at least scoring two out of three games, four out of five, four out of six, you know you're or five out of six, you're doing your job. So, what, what what's your outlook uh, at well, first, what what did you make of Funes Mori's position, or not position, but um, play this uh, this evening, and what is your outlook on this position? Yeah, um, I think well, I, it's not even like he's he was his best game ever. I mean, he scored obviously two goals. That's obviously a good game, but you know, wasn't really that crazy of a good match. He shot four times, three went in between the posts, and two went in the goal. I mean, just clinical. Seems like he he's just being more and more clinical as time goes on, uh, as he, I think he's, you know, finishing or not finishing, but yeah, cleansing up his touch uh, a little bit better. Uh, maybe he was a little bit more of a wild forward a few years back, and now he he knows when to finish or try to finish and when to shoot and when to try to pass the ball. Looking at his heat map right now, and he was mainly in, like in the center the center of the field uh, and then after that obviously on the box so it's weird that that he was so outside of the box so much hopefully we can get him to be more inside of it and, and apart from the and apart from that the the, the duel he's going to have with Vincent Jansen is going to be interesting but I think as long as he's wearing a Real jersey he's going to be the starter for this team and it sucks because Jansen didn't come to Mexico to be on the bench. And we all wanted to play. We all wanted to try the two forwards, but it's just complicated, I guess. Uh, it's a nice problem to have, you know, when you're a coach. But when you're a fan, you want to see other players you know, perform as well. So uh, it's going to be interesting how they manage this because, I mean, Jansen could definitely leave if, if he's just not playing. Yeah, and they're two different strikers. Um, Funes Mori is more like a traditional matador, um, uh, poacher, whatever you want to put a label. He's not going to dribble. He's not going to go, you know, he's not going to, you're not going to expect like key passes or, or or him to like help build up the, the attack. Meanwhile, Jansen can score, you know, like he can be quote unquote like a matador, but he can also help build up the 
the attack because we've seen him do it. Um, so I, I think it all depends on what Durko wants. Um, right now, if he's going to go for Nismori, for Nismori. Right now, he justified his, his start, uh, two goals. Uh, but we'll see what happens, you know, going down going down these uh, next few games and see what happens once um, Jansen is more, you know, ready to play because he's coming off the, the coronavirus and you don't want to put him out there uh, just yet just because we don't know, like, the long-term effects of coronavirus and you just want to ease him in a bit or easy, mm-hmm. ease him a, a bit. And same thing that he's doing with um, Sebastian Vegas there. He's easing them in, and we'll see what happens from there. Um, um, yeah, I think that, that, that kind of covers it. I, we did have some tech issues, so 10 minutes or so got cut off. Uh, but, but yeah, I think, I think that covers it, Pat. If you, is there anything else you want to add before we hand it off to Rompas? He gives us his thoughts, and then we come back and... And preview the game against Leon very quickly because I know you did it uh, yesterday um, with the Lions Den podcast and, you know, discuss one big transfer rumor that's kind of gaining steam that can gain steam a couple of days ago. But today it's kind of it's inching closer like it's going to happen. Uh, no, nothing else. Let's hear from Rompas and then come back and, and do some Leon preview. Yeah, so enjoy what Rompas has to say. We're going to come back and do some preview and some quick uh, topics. Well, this is another segment of Rompas' opinion um, here on Rael's 90 podcast. I apologize in advance because, uh, as you know, Monterey is going through... Uh, hard time right now so there's a lot of noise in the background because it's still raining uh it's pouring so it's gonna be a bit a bit hectic right but nonetheless uh i want to talk about what happened today uh real's faith toluca for the first game of the guardianes 2020 tournament um it was uh, 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 a lot of expectation behind this game because we all know what happened. Uh, the tournament that got canceled, we didn't get any Ws. So a lot of us were expecting this game to kind of put some, kind of have a closure on that situation and, and have a W finally. Um, the, the results, I think that in this particular game, the result is what matters. Not so much how you play, because it's the first game. Um, so, in that regard, I think the Royals did okay. Um, it was a, a great a great first half. Uh, Aviles Hurtado in another level. It was the one who stand out, stood out. Uh, for the most part of the first half. Um, Pavon did a good job as well for Nesmori. He keeps, uh, he, he, apparently that, that uh, December of 2019 did a, a, lot of, a lot of good for him because today he had three chances Two of them were clear, and 
goes to the he head, he scored. So he keeps being on point. He keeps being on fire. Um, he he is gonna he's gonna break all the records. All the records. Uh, in, at least here in Monterey and obviously in a football regio as well um, because he's 28 he has a lot of uh, football yet to give us so he's he's gonna be one to remember um, <clears throat> when it comes to goals hopefully he already uh, he can use that that experience that he had uh, on last December so he can win more titles for the club well uh, that that was the, the the first half was was one-sided uh, moderate being uh, a bit um, different that that what we were used to with with Turco Mohamed that everything with Turco was just Uh, trying to look for Funes Mori and, and then trying to create from there. Now we saw uh, Monterey going a lot to the left side with Gallardo and Aviles. A lot, a lot. I really like um, Celso, Celso Ortiz and Craneviter playing together. They look really good. Uh, Charlie Rodriguez as well, a bit more loose on the on the on the top of the of the field he he really looked good um aside of that i i i don't want to be that guy right but Hugo gonzalez got to save two shots in the entire first half and two the two of them The, the rebound, he gave it to the middle of the field. If Toluca were a bit more precise, they, 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 they definitely would have scored those two times because the goalkeeper is giving you the, goal, the, the opportunities. Um, a lot of people saying that um, it's because of the... Of the Of the rain and uh, because of the field and and the moon and the stars. No, 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 no. Let's let's just be real. When you have it, you have it. Hugo Gonzalez doesn't have it, so that's it. That's it for me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> back down from that. Um, I stand my ground because I I really think that if let's say that that that, that uh, it wasn't Toluca, let's say there was another team like America. Who has really good strikers? They they are gonna figure out that Hugo Gonzalez is giving away the, the, the rebounds, and they're gonna they're gonna score just because it was Toluca. And again, if it was Toluca over there in 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 Toluca Stadium, they would have been different. So just keep in mind that before anything happens. On the next few games, mm. next game is gonna be at at uh, Leon next Monday. Um, I think that Leon is the one team that that we should take 
a lot of consideration before we make any statements because Leon is playing really good. Leon is, uh, is uh, right now one of the best teams, uh, at least the, the last tournament they were consistent, the, the tournament they got canceled, they were consistent, they were at the top, they were just behind Cruz Azul and they have been there for quite a while. Mm quite a, a while now so it's gonna be a good game it's gonna be a good test for Reals as as a team to see what we're made of so it's gonna be it's gonna be good and uh, one thing that that I I really want to point out is that my god did we miss this I, I, I don't know but it was about four months without any football whatsoever here in Monterey. I really, really, really miss this. Um, it, it, the, the, on social media, everybody's talking about the game. Uh, the, the day before, you got that angst about being able to watch and in your team, even though you, you're not able to go to the stadium. But nonetheless, it is football is back, and hopefully he is here to stay. Um, because he, 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 we really missed it. Um, I want to point out uh, also two players that, for me, at least for me, did a great job, but not the players that everybody's gonna say that they did a great job which is gonna be Funes Mori, Avila Sultado, uh, even Pavón, Callardo, not those that really stand up. I'm gonna mention first the 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 amazing couple that could be Celso Ortiz and Cranevita because if those two understand each other it's gonna be hell for any other midfielders because they both know how to recover the ball and they have this way of complementing each other because Celso Ortiz is good at, at, the, at the short pass recovering the ball and then just give it to you and, and that's it and Cranevita has a lot of idea he, he is the one that if you give, if you give him the ball with a few meters to think He's gonna do a cross of 30, 40 meters. It's gonna blow your mind. We saw that today a lot, a lot. Looking for Gallardo, looking for Aviles. So I really like that. I really like that couple. I think that they're gonna be, if, if they are, if they find a way to, to, to really connect, they're gonna do a lot of damage. In, in, in La Liga MX mm. and the other player I wanted to point out Maxi Mesa I think that, that when Aviles Hurtado got injured on the second half Rayados kind of was uh, going on a downhill from there because they didn't have who who can get the ball and, and, and just take it from whatever they were 
and, and, and just just have the ball for a few minutes. Um, and Maxi Mesa got in and got a clear one, got a clear shot just seconds um, after he, he got into the field. Um, missed for a, for a few meters, not meters, uh, for a few inches, I'm sorry, uh, metric system. Um, but he not only did that, I mean, he was able to to know when exactly to give that pause to the to the team. When when Toluca was going and going and going, he was the one who was taking the ball and just try to dribble or try to do short passes and then try to change uh, to the other side of the field. He he understood that he he. That's why he, Maxi and Pizarro wasn't able to play together because they they really are much alike. Um, and I think that Maxi Mesa did a, a good job. Uh, he for me this is for me. Uh, this is my personal opinion, of course. I think that he deserves more minutes. Um, I would give him at least uh, half time, uh, at least the second half or the first half, whatever it is, but a bit more minutes because he, you can tell he's on on another on another mind state right now. So I would take advantage of that and, and give him more minutes. Uh, Pavon was really. <clears throat> Under the the, the the you you couldn't tell if if Pavon was playing unless it was uh, offensively he 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 had two or three chances uh, he began the the first was playing unless it was uh, offensively he he. He had two or three chances. Uh, he began the the first uh, the first goal uh, chance. He, he was the one who began the that play. Um, but I really like how he understands that it's not only about going forward. He really did a good job with uh, Stefan Medina containing. Uh, the the left wing attack from Toluca by by just making his his uh, returns from from the offensive line to the def defensive line that that's something that maybe not a lot of people is gonna point out but uh, of course we're gonna do it um, again um, over overall it was a great result. But it wasn't that good of a game. Um, it's it's a W, uh, nonetheless, and, uh, and it's obviously it's better to to be able to to see your mistakes and, and fix them while you're winning than when you're losing. It's it's obviously it's better. But I think that this tournament is gonna be it's gonna be. Aviles redemption and it's gonna be Funes Mori confirmation of what he is 
what he already is, but he is going to confirm to everybody else in La Liga MX what that boy is capable of doing. Uh, hopefully, Aviles uh, uh, keeps playing on that on that level. He was really good. Um, even though he didn't score, uh, but he he has that imagination that makes everybody else looks good. So that that that's really really a good news for for Turco and in their their coaching team because they have another another option now. And uh, obviously defensively we're gonna be so much better whenever. Uh, Vegas is playing because right now it's really uh, it's, it's the weakest line um, even though we didn't suffer much because there was not too many options clear options for Toluca but I think that if you face another team that has really good Strikers, we're definitely gonna suffer much more. So hopefully, uh, Sebastian is ready to to play soon, uh, so he can accommodate to to his teammates. And uh, again, also we, we all want to see Jansen play, but I think that Turk is gonna handle it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm trying to think, to, to, to think uh, positive and say that he's, he knows what's best for the team and he's not doing what, what he usually does whenever there's a play of that stature on, on his team. So, well, that's pretty much uh, a bit of a, of a, of a analysis of of uh, of Real's versus Toluca game. It was uh, again <clears throat> great result. Not such, not not, not a good game. Um, what I I wanna I wanna point out also is that uh, there was five substitutions. And not one of those five substitutions was Akelova. So I think that the message is clear. Uh, as soon as Jensen is, uh, is is fit, the one who's gonna go to to the bench, well not to the bench, to the stands, is gonna be Akelova. And just a matter of, the, of deciding who else is gonna go with him. Because today was, it was a game that he could use Akeloba because he's similar to Aviles and he, by he I mean Turco obviously, he didn't want to use him. So that's, that's pretty clear to me. Alright, so thank you so much for listening. Um, again, I apologize for all the noise in the background. Um, but as you know, Hannah Hurricane, uh, it, it's going through right now um, our state our city so it's really hard the <laughs> the, the 
the the rivers are full capacity even if you are over the capacity that they usually have so there's a lot of for whoever that has come to Monterey you should know that um, two of the biggest of the most important uh, avenues go alongside of, of the biggest river here which is uh, Santa Catarina River so there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of things going on because water just uh, broke a lot of things uh, river crickets uh, I mean crickets uh, <laughs> not crickets um, the river uh, did a lot of cracks <laughs> um, on the on the on the bridges so it, it's it's a mess it's a mess um, a lot of people don't have any uh, electricity a lot of people are uh, struggling uh, I mean my my the only thing that I can say is that hopefully everybody is okay, everybody is uh, safe, uh, because it was it was not by surprise, but it was more than what we expected to be, because there wasn't no big winds, uh, there wasn't no big nothing. It was just rain, but it was a lot of rain, and obviously the the the, the strength. That, that the water has is it's untainable. So uh, it, it well, I I know it has nothing to do with with what we were talking about, but just to give you a kind of a, a glimpse of what we are living here in Monterey. So shouts out to all my rompistas. Uh, ten, almost 10.4k on Twitter are at Rompus is back. Uh, shouts out to Eddie, shouts out to Pat, uh, shouts out obviously to at Rayados90. Uh, go ahead and follow the, the account. The, the, well, we, we, we're back, we're back, we're, and that's, that's what I really, I'm really excited for, uh, because this is what we, what we love, watching Monterey play football. So thank you for listening, have a wonderful week, and we'll be here next week for more Rompas Opinions. And we're back. Uh, like I said, um, you did the preview with Leon uh, for the Lion's Den podcast. Uh, if anybody wants to find that, I think their at is at Lion's Den. Um, but Pat... Just quick summary, especially now that we know um, more than likely, or at least, you know, they might be without Hurtado and Medina. Uh, what does your starting 11 look like? And, you know, what's what's your prediction or, or what's one key factor that you want to see from Monterrey if they go, if they're, you know, if they're going to pull off the victory? Yeah, um, I think uh, they'll probably repeat most of it, obviously, with not us not knowing at the time of recording what's going on with Aviles and Stefan. I think uh, Gallardo will go to left winger position. Sebastián Vegas will be the left back and Miguel Layun will be the right back instead of Stefan Medina. That's what I think the lineup will be. Just those changes and the rest exactly the same. Yeah, I think uh, Yeah, I think if there's no 
Hurtado, then Gallardo gets, you know, he gets pushed up to the left wing. Uh, then you get Vegas if, if Turco wants to put him in there um, at left back. And then at right back, you get Lyon, um, you know, he'll, 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 you know, he, he, right now he's playing well. So I, I, I think, you know, you know, that's a good position for him to be good, good veteran to have right there. Um, you don't want to throw anybody else in there at, at right back and, and you know, and then the rest looks the same. Midfield looks the same. Striker is probably the same. And and you know, right wing is is Dorlan Pavon. But I think I when we were talking this first time, at, or, or you know, the time it, it didn't record, um, I didn't ask you who are your two players that you'd sacrifice. So I, I'd ask you right now, who are the two players you're going to sacrifice in terms of the international players or yeah. the foreign players? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh... And a complicated one. Yeah, uh, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't well, know. I guess. I mean, so, it would be easy, go, go right? There. No, Pat, Pat. It would be it would be easy if if it's Medina and and Otello, well, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that that would be easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if 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 two foreigners or two yeah foreigner play foreign foreign players are out every week, hopefully it's like. Like, like I don't want it to be like injury wise. Uh, it has to be. Like... <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, be, but I, yeah, it has to be injury wise because if not, it's complicated for you to say, uh, Sebastian Vegas go to the stand, Vincent Jansen go to the stand, Maxi Mesa go to the stand. That just gets a big blow to those guys as well. So yeah, if Aviles and Stefan are out injured, then yeah, those two, but. If they're not, maybe Akeloa will go to to the stands and and the other one is is uh, the other one is a complicated one. Akeloa is, is I think it's gonna be the one that's gonna get that the most or that treatment the most yeah. this season for sure. Yeah. yeah, And then the other one just depends on whoever's playing well, I guess, or injured. Yeah, so it's it. I think this is gonna be easier. I, I would you. I guess I might as well ask you this: Would you rush Hurtado and Medina back, or would you say, hey, you know what? Let's. It's, obviously, we don't know what's the injury. We, there's no MRI, there's no update, so we don't know how like severe it is. But just, just say it's like a pulled, you know, it's a pulled muscle. It's pulled. Some something's pulled. Would you say, hey, you know what? Take a week off. You know, we we're stacked. You know, pretty much. We we need you guys, but. We don't want to, you know, rush you guys. Um, what do you, you do? You just tell them, hey, just take the, take the. We'll, we'll give you this match off. Yeah, I would, I would, I would definitely give them a rest. No matter if they're back tomorrow, like nothing. I would just give them a rest. I like rotation. I like other players being involved. And and now with with you know uh, coming back from this pandemic or not this pandemic, it's not over. But the, the stop in football, uh, you know. I think players are going to need a lot of rest just because so long without actually playing official match can be maybe take a toll on their bodies at the yeah. beginning. So and there was no the rotation. There was no preseason. Like there wasn't like yeah. Here's one. Here's one friendly. Go like <laughs> after that it's it's go time. So there wasn't yeah. like no friendlies for for people to just you know ease themselves into game shape. No, it's yeah, like exactly. one game. Now, well, I mean the other you know the teams that participated in that um, Copa por Mexico. They got multiple games, but I'm just like, I'm talking about Monterrey's. Uh, for them, they only got one friendly, and then it was just go time. So, um, mm-hmm. 
anything else you wanted to add uh, for this preview against uh, Leon? Anything else that 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 you know you you want to touch on? Um, I think the only thing that I want or I hope for is our defense. You know, is a little bit more solid and knows how to put the ball away. First, Hugo Gonzalez, like you were saying, like how he's you know returning uh, balls to the offensive. Uh, team and or to the rival that we have in front of us, and then Nico Sanchez also uh, had some bad moments there. Yeah. Stefan Mina wasn't his best, so hopefully, you know, we get a little bit more locked in because Leon will probably not forgive. Uh, yeah, they 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 didn't take advantage of their chances against uh, Chivas, but you're mm -hmm. playing with fire if you're allowing Mont uh, not Mont uh, Leon multiple chances. Chances, you know, you don't want to play with that fire, and you you don't want to give them, you know, second chances uh, to to score. Uh, but yeah, I think that I think we both think Monterrey will win, but it should be a close game just because you know Leon's one of the better, or over the last couple of tournaments they've been one of the better, one one of the better squads. Um, so yeah, we'll see what what happens there. But Pat, uh, before the the match against um, Toluca. Uh, Jonathan Gonzalez uh, put on his Instagram story uh, the last dance. And yeah. uh, since we last talked maybe about two weeks ago, two or two and a half weeks ago, uh, there's been rumors or there's been reports uh, linking him to Atlanta United. I think the first person to like bring that up was uh, Taylor Twelman of ESPN. Yeah. Um, first, what did you make of that rumor when you heard it? And now that it looks like it's crossing the finish line, what do you make of it now that he's maybe gone or more than likely gone? Yeah, uh, at first I was, I think it was normal, like, uh, you know, young, promising talent that doesn't get minutes, um, uh, you know, being on the radar of Atlanta. It seemed normal. It seemed like something that's obvious pretty much. Uh, but I didn't. I never really thought that it was gonna be so close. I guess we still, at the time we're recording this, we still don't know exactly what's going on. I guess Jonathan Gonzalez will have some explaining to do, or Rayados. I don't know, or something will be confirmed. Uh, and now that I think of it, I've been seeing some people say like it's a loan with an option to buy, and that would be. I, I think that's yeah. the best deal possible because you loan him out for a year for a season, and then he comes back with more minutes, more experience, then I'm all for it. Uh, and then if they buy him for, like, I don't know, whatever number we want, uh, then obviously that's also fine because we earn some money. Especially... Yeah, I, I, I saw, um, uh, not a, I, I guess, an article from Diego, Diego Armando Medina from Tudene, and he said it was going to be a loan with an option to buy, and I think... I think if I remember correctly, it's like nine million, ten million, somewhere around there. Eight, like it's from eight to ten million somewhere. If I, I don't have the article in front of me, and I gotta go back and double check. But no, that's, that's a good number. Like yeah, something for that. That's a good number for sure. Yeah, especially for a guy that never plays. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. I, I would love for him to play with us, but it's a complicated midfield to be part of. And, yeah. But but no, if it's a loan with an option to buy, I'm all for it. Especially with Atlanta, where he'll definitely play like every game, probably. So uh, I don't know. Um, also, I was seeing, or I was talking with somebody 
and uh, and uh, I told him, I don't know, the last dance is the last season, but maybe this is the last season. Uh, I don't know. That's how I interpreted it when I read that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But he's definitely thinking of moving or there's something actually true happening because if not, you wouldn't post that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it was just a hint. Um, I mean, he does text. He, he does tweet about Michael Jordan. So, <laughs> but um you know uh, it does it's it's a it's a move that you know it's not like i I was blindsided by it like it's not like the pizarro one where it came out of nowhere uh i was expecting someone you know i mean to to you know make an offer um i thought i i I didn't see atlanta united being that team but i was seeing i I thought there was going to be some team um that was going to either try to you know grab a loan or buy them outright. Um, so we'll see what happens. Like like Pat said, we are when we're recording this, I, I'm like refreshing my Twitter timeline and I'm not seeing anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know some people. Uh, I saw some people a couple of days ago. They were like, "Oh, what is this uh, reject or whatever?" They thought I don't know. I think people who are USMT fans or supporters or whatever you want to call it. Or people who support the the American national team who are Atlanta United supporters. Or I don't know what they think. He's some um, guy that couldn't cut it at Monterrey. Well, he played really well when he first, you know, under Turco's first stint. But, you know, when you have guys like Cesar Ortiz and, and Matias Granavita take over that defensive, you know, I'm just talking about the defensive mid position. We'll talk about the whole central midfield, but. You have two guys who have experience, A, in Europe, and B, playing for big clubs in Latin America. Like, um, and, you know, it's you got to be special to unseat those two guys at the at the defensive mid position. And then at the central mid position, you have Charlie Rodriguez, you can put in Celso Ortiz, you can put in Maxi Mesa, you can put in Jesus Gallardo, Miguel Layu, and those guys are, are, are versatile enough to play like left midfield right midfield or whatever uh it's just it's it could be crowded and you know if 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 you're not i'm not saying he's not special he's a really good player but if you're not like if you don't have that it factor that can overtake some of these players who have european experience who have played in big matches whether it's in uh, you know, they're, they're, whether it's in Europe or what it's in, in Latin, you know, before Matias case River Plate, um, you know, it's you can you can get lost in the shuffle. Um, what do you make, you know, those people saying he couldn't cut it at Monterrey? Yeah, I mean that's that's like the easy argument because that's not, we all know that's true. I mean, Craneviter, Celsortis, Charlie. Uh, they're obviously going to play before before Jonathan. First, I think Celso uh, and Canavitri, which is pretty much obvious. I mean, they're they're foreigners. They come with a big. Uh, they come from Europe. They come with a big name. They're, they gotta play, whether it's just to get their money's worth, but just they're way more experienced. They they they've shown more than Jonathan Gonzalez. So anytime they're on the field, they got a more of a chance to actually prove something than Jonathan Gonzalez. Rayos, I think, is a team that doesn't need to be like putting young players in just for them to get minutes. It's something that other teams do. And Rayos, since they're trying to compete for championships and to win every single game, every match, I don't think they have a chance to actually try to develop players like on the fly. They develop players from 
in youngsters like on the on the I think you uh, gotta be team. really special to be a young exactly. player that cracks Monterrey. Like Cesar like Montes Charlie. was yeah, it's Charlie and Cesar. Yeah, those two are really special and uh and they they were able to crack despite you know Monterrey spending crazy amounts of money on, on players. If you're if you're special, if you have if if you have that if factor that no matter who they buy or no matter who's purchased, um, you're 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 still gonna crack the, the, the starting eleven. Yeah. And at first, I thought Jonathan Gonzalez had that, and then I think he had some injuries, and like he never he could never find that form that he had when uh, when he was 18, 19, starting for for Monterrey, and you know, and and then in comes in. Uh, you know, in comes Carnavita, so he moves over to the to the central mid, and it's just you get lost in the shuffle. And yeah, I mean, it's just it happens. It, I mean, it's not only in Monterrey that this happens. I'm pretty sure it happens at other big Latin American clubs. Like, yes, you know, we're not we're not Europe, where or big European teams, or you know, young players just get lost and, and you never you never see them again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it happens when when you buy a lot of talented players or a lot of big money players um like i said you got to be special you got to be a special player to to overcome that and i mean monterey has seen some talented young players um overcome that and be that and we'll see um what happens to him or to jonathan gonzalez but um just uh before we wrap it up what 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 do you make that what do you do you think it's a good move for him to go to mls and atlanta united despite them firing their head coach or their manager i should say yeah, um, I think it's a good move. I, I, um, Jonathan, I mean, Jonathan Gonzalez, Atlanta United obviously has, has that Almiron case. So uh, definitely has eyes in Europe. Uh, Almiron is a proven one because he's actually there, but that doesn't mean that they're still not watching all the players here. Plus um, scouts, uh, head coaches. They got, they're, they're a pretty good connected team to put him where he wants to be, which is Europe, I guess. So I like the move for him. I want him to play. So whether it's MLS, whether it's Colombia, I don't care. I just want him to play. Uh, and hopefully, like I said, with a loan, with an option to buy, so that if, if, if he can get minutes and then he comes back to Monterey, hopefully. Because that's obviously what I care. Monterey, whether he develops into a world-class star or just a rotation player for Monterey, I don't care. As long as it's for Monterey. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm selfish that way, but yeah, I think Atlanta's a good good place to go. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're a Monterey supporter, you want him to do well because a, um, if Atlanta don't want to, if he's good, but Atlanta doesn't want to spend nine or ten million on a midfielder, then you get someone who got some minutes elsewhere, and if he plays well, maybe another team's interested, or you want to keep him for yourself, and and you want to put him in the midfield just because he's he counts as a Mexican player. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, there's already that rule. Where you can only have a certain amount of forwards, and and Celso Ortiz is uh, north of thirty. So you know it, it's it's a it's a good option. And then if Atlanta wants wants to actually buy him, what you get eight, nine, ten million um, into your transfer budget. So that's a win-win. So I think it's a win-win for Monterrey. Um, obviously, the only I guess the downside is if he goes and he doesn't play that often. But I think I think he's gonna do well and and. In Atlanta United, I think it all depends on who they hire as a as a manager. Yeah. Not a manager, um, and then I don't know when the hell the MLS season is going to start because um, 
you know, if it's going to start on time. I know it's going to start somewhere around, you know, I don't, I don't have it at the top. I know it's going to start, but I don't know the exact dates. I've seen the schedule, but I just don't remember the, 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 the months and dates um, for it to start. But he, he's going to get an opportunity. Uh, if it's a good manager, then, you know, hopefully he gets to start and hopefully he can develop. And either, you know, it helps Monterrey if he comes back or Monterrey gets a, a nice transfer transfer fee from Atlanta United. But um, I think that, that's going to about that. That's going to do it for, for us, Pat. Anything else you want to add? Anything I might have missed? Mm, nothing that I can think of right now. Uh, like you said, that Jonathan Gonzalez will keep an eye on. If anything actually does happen, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll talk about. And oh. Yeah, we missed something. The thought, thoughts on the new kit. Ah, yes. Uh, I know. I know you weren't here for when we, me and Rompas talked about the seventieth the seventy fifth mm-hmm. anniversary kit. But I know I saw you talk about it a little bit with with Gotti and, and the Lions then. But uh, what did you make of the? I'll, I'll let you talk about the seventy fifth anniversary first, since you weren't uh, you had to leave uh, early in the last podcast. But what did you make of that jersey? And then what did you make of the the new home and away kits? Actually, yeah, actually, we were. This was also something that was talked about on the Leon podcast. Um, we talked about the kit, and I mentioned them that like Puma and Rayos have just been spot on for the last, yeah. I don't know, for how long. I think um, since they've been with Puma, they've kind of hit, yeah, hit it out of the yeah. park. Like they've had, they've had more good jerseys than bad ones or bad uh-huh. kits. Um, for the most part, all the home ones, I've, I've liked all the home ones. Maybe. Um, the what was it? The 2017-2018 um, does it just because of the bad memories? Um, but but uh, yeah, I think they've you know for 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 Puma since they've been with Puma, they've kind of hit it out of the ballpark at least with the home kits. Some of the for away sure. kits have been hit and miss. Like, some of them have been good. Uh, but yeah, go also, ahead. Pat. No, and also the alternates. The alternates have also been good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the last few years, and and obviously we get that special one for the club world cup which was just uh, that was like a crazy good jersey and then about the 75th anniversary one that was also i think at that level just a clean beautiful jersey and especially because of that retro vintage logo yeah so i'm, I'm very happy with those uh, and as far for the season ones for this one like the paintbrush one that we saw today and the blue awake it i absolutely love both of them like First time I think in a, in a lot of years that both of them, I'm just like pretty much wanting them both. You know, sometimes you like one better than the other one, but this time it was just like, but man, this is just a great, great jersey. We're both yeah. great jerseys. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I like all three of them, and uh, I gotta buy the 75th anniversary one next week. So uh, I was gonna ask you, have you bought them? Have you bought any of them yet, or no, are you actually, going no. to buy them? I want, I want at least, at least I want the, um, the home one. I always like you having the home one, so I, at least I want that one. But I haven't bought them. I'll, I'll have to look for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look for what them next you? week. Uh, I'm gonna hopefully buy the, the 75th anniversary one next yeah, week. Yeah, that, that's the problem. That's like, the one. Yeah, that's three... the primary. That's the one I, I really want, and yeah, I gotta buy it for sure. I'm, um, are you going sleeves? Okay, before we end this, are you going sleeves or or you know short sleeves? I don't know. I like the sleeves. I I did that for the Club World Cup one, and I really like how it looks. So maybe I'll go. I'll continue with that trend. 
uh, the long sleeves. So we'll see. I don't know. That that's a problem though. There's three huge, uh, or huge, yeah, huge, three very nice jersey reveals in like less than a week, and we gotta try and buy them, buy them all. That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so no, and because we'll have... they don't they don't ship to the U.S., so we have to wait to like someone in the u.s like uh i think it was a world soccer shop or whatever that, that one's called or others like that you know have them and that's kind of been my big issue with one you know that's one of my issues along with the um the not having an english account and chivas already has one uh but the, but the shipping you know to to from you know there's no there's no like shipping from like the yeah. monterrey store to the U.S. and I really wish they would, you know, fix that. Uh, yeah, you know, for sure. So, and also, oh, uh, I, I think there's another thing we need to add. Chivas created a English account on Twitter, so yeah, just to add that. <laughs> yeah, um, well, <laughs> social media department and marketing or communications department has to step up there. So yeah, man. Hopefully, you know. And and, and and it's like you or Tails90 Twitter account has actually proven that it works. So imagine being it official from the club. So yeah, yeah. just wanted to throw that in. We always got to mention that just because of what we already said before that we think of of, of what Rayals does in that in that department. Uh, yeah, I think that wraps up everything. Um, Pat, want to plug in your Twitter account? Anything else you're working on? I know you got some projects elsewhere that yeah. you have going on if people are interested or people don't know that you're working on yeah well twitter tsunami picks um, and then and then yeah uh, there's an mls project in spanish if anybody's interested in the mls come follow us mls sin muros uh, we're actually talking with uh well i don't want to spoil it but we're talking with a new mls player uh, I don't want you know how you mention stuff and then it just doesn't happen. I don't want. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I do. I, I once <laughs> when, it's once it happens, then I'll leave. Exactly. You know, if it's gonna wait, you know, if there's like you know, gotta wait a day or wait, gotta wait a day or two. Then that's when once it happens, then I'll announce it. Yeah. So that that uh, whenever it happens, I'll announce it on Twitter. But yeah, I'm excited with that project also, and uh, nothing much, just that. Uh, follow the Twitter account if you already don't at Rios90. Uh, give us a five star rating on Apple. Um, subscribe on Apple. Follow us on Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast. Um, sorry for the the slow gifts today because I bought a new laptop and I was still trying to like I have less than a week with it and I'm still trying to figure out all the you know just get comfortable with it just because when you when you have something new it's just it's an adjustment period to, to once you you know once you have it for a couple of weeks you get used to it um yeah i was a little bit i was a bit rusty with the gifts even though it was like six minutes it took me to upload one uh but yeah uh for pat i'm eddie uh rompas i know you put in his segment uh we'll chat next week <laughs>